From WIS Politics in Madison, you're listening to Capital Chats. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a WIS Politics Capital Chats podcast brought to you by Spectrum. I'm Adam Kelnhofer here in the Madison office today, joined by my colleague Kate Morton to talk about an interview she just did with Deborah Cronmiller. She is the executive director of the League of Women Voters and also the chair of the Fair Maps Coalition. So, Kate, did you and Deborah Cronmiller get to talk about elections? Yes, Adam, that's right. We also talked a lot about the ongoing redistricting lawsuit. Um, As our listeners may know, the state Supreme Court has ordered new legislative maps for 2024. So we talked a little bit about the significance of that case. All right, Kate, well, let's just get right into it then. All right, well, thanks for joining me, Deborah. I just want to talk to you a little bit about this ongoing court case challenging the legislative maps. So maybe to start off, you could talk a little bit about the case and why it's significant. It's significant to the league because for you know a dozen plus years, we've been fighting for fair maps in Wisconsin. And um, our partners in the Fair Maps Coalition are delighted that um, Law Forward and 19 plaintiffs went to the Supreme Court to have our maps deemed unconstitutional. And the grounds on which they were making that argument um, were that in the state, too many of our district maps, um, over 50% of the um, congressional maps are actually um, not contiguous. The land mass of the district is not contiguous. You have to, as a legislator, you have to drive through another person's district to get to a part of your own district. And I don't think that's what the drafters of our constitution had in mind. They thought that districts should be compact and contiguous and whatnot. So the Supreme Court, looking at all the evidence that was provided in the initial briefings for the case, did decide that this uh, lack of contiguity is in fact um, enough grounds to um, deem them unconstitutional. Subsequently, the GOP has asked for reconsideration of that decision. So um, we're waiting now to see will the Supreme Court actually of Wisconsin actually reconsider their choice. I suspect not, but you know, you never know until you know. So <laughs> yeah, thanks for sharing that. Um, you're also chair of the Wisconsin Fair Maps Coalition. Um, do you have plans to submit any maps before the upcoming deadline? It's my understanding that only the parties in the case have been invited to um, submit maps for review. Um, The maps will be reviewed by the justices, and then the maps will be be reviewed by two consultants that the Supreme Court has hired. Um, And the consultants will be looking for, as will the Supreme Court justices, of course, they'll be looking for the constitutionality of the maps and the fairness of the maps, the, um, you know, kind of the marching order of the Fair Maps Coalition is that when you have these severely gerrymandered districts, the legislators in that district are essentially choosing who's going to vote for them. And they choose those people using political partisan voting data. And um, that leads to what we have now, which is a, a legislature that can't seem to agree on anything, a lot of contention, a lot of not competitive races, um, not good government in a sum statement. So and that's why the league, I think, has been really out in front and the Fair Maps Coalition out in front to ensure that we get representative government when 70, 80 percent of Wisconsinites are 
asking for something, you know, they in polling data, poll after poll, you know, they want fair maps, for instance, and um, not, you know, we're not getting that. We're not getting bills that would guarantee that. We're not getting a change in statutes that would guarantee that. So we have to go to the courts. So are there any past proposed maps that have been brought forward that you think would be a good model for future maps that the court might want to consider? Anything like that? Yeah, I think that we, we I'm thinking about this in time, in terms of a short term and a longer term solution to the fair maps problem. You know, short term, we have an opportunity to take down what the maps that we know to be gerrymandered that we've been under for 13 plus years now and stand up maps that are more fair. So that that's that's a short term solution. But come the next census cycle, if we haven't changed statutes, then exactly the same thing could happen again. And um, and this, by the way, has happened when we've had, um, you know, Republicans in the majority and when we've had Democrats in the majority. You know, it's hard once you have some power to not want to um, keep that power. You know, you you just have that, you know, drive to, to own the show. And um, so we think an independent commission is probably a part of the long-term solution that would need to be written into statute because right now our statutes do not call for that. They have the legislature in control of drafting the maps. The governor also in statute and um, would have to approve the maps. And that's been for the last five districting cycles, you know, the last five census cycles, um, that's been the problem is the governor and the um, sitting legislature cannot seem to agree. So then it goes to the courts. Now, in the past cycles, the courts have looked at maps and done their homework, as it were. Whereas in um, this last cycle, the, the Supreme Court of Wisconsin um, opted using a, a a term that's not in the constitution nor in the statutes, um, least change methodology. So it's like the map that changes our districts the least is the map that we want to enact. That was their their ruling and they did that. And that led them to the, to the governor's maps. Well, then that was appealed of course. And the um, Supreme Court of the United States sent back the governor's maps to the state of Wisconsin and said, legislature, you know, show us the homework. Why are these the best maps for Wisconsin? Why are they constitutional? What, you know, because a lower court hadn't done all of that analysis. It started right at the Supreme Court of Wisconsin level. And well, the, the Supreme Court of Wisconsin hadn't done that homework. It had not been in the lower courts. So they couldn't actually tell the Supreme Court of the United States that these are constitutional because, you know, lower court ruled on this, that, or the other thing. And so then they said, okay, we'll just throw these ones out and we'll adopt the legislature's maps. And so that's what they did. And, um, and that's brought us to where we are today, which is still going back to the Wisconsin Supreme Court to say these are, you know, in practice, probably even worse than the governor's maps. So um, let's let's go back all the way to the drawing board, you know, not start with any existing maps, but start with the census data and let's draw some contiguous compact districts that make sense for Wisconsin. Yeah, you mentioned the idea of a nonpartisan like redistricting commission, something Democrats have proposed and then Republicans 
proposed more recently. There's been a lot of back and forth about that. What do you think the holdup is getting that done? I think there are a couple of obstacles when we're in the place that we're in right now. We have a legislature that really has done very little cross-aisle work. Um, so if if one side wants something, the other side just almost inherently is going to say, nope, that's bad. Um, and I think that's that's to some extent where we are with the independent commission is that, well, they wouldn't be able to come to agreement on what would be the qualifications of the independent commissioners. Um, are they political appointees? Are they, you know, appointed by the governor? Are they appointed by, you know, a citizen-led commission that would be pulled together for the purpose of finding um, commissioners for this commission? And um, in this environment, you know, it, it's almost impossible to think that a, um, a consensus would come up then say, okay, we can agree on these 10 guys to be on our commission um, because they're all very you know, knowledgeable about drawing maps. They understand the theories. They know how to use the software and the algorithms that drive a fair map. Um, they're, the, they're the right people. I, I don't see that you know, coming out of this legislature or frankly, many legislatures across the United States. Yeah, well, I guess looking at the situation that we have right now with this redistricting lawsuit, what do you think would be the best outcome? I think we do need a, to look at um, remedial maps. I think the maps do need to check all the constitutional boxes so we don't have any more arguments about whether or not they are meeting that baseline criteria. And then I do think they need to be run through a fairness meter. And there are many think tanks around the nation that have been able to grade maps and really tell um, you know, legislatures, governors, you know, is this a good fair map or not? And um, using all of that information, then we should be able to enact a map that is not only constitutional, but fair for Wisconsin. Yeah, I also wanted to bring up, there's been some partisan bickering over the Supreme Court, some arguments from Republicans, and even some of the conservative justices um, that this whole process has been politicized. So what do you make of those arguments? I don't think they're wrong. I think there's hardly anything happening right now that's not been politicized. Um, we, you know, the league has been advocating for years for things that people in Wisconsin have said they want. You know, we want clean air, we want clean water, we want education funding, we want, you know, a, affordable daycare for our workforce. You know, there's just kind of basic things that everybody is in agreement on. And we're not even getting pieces of legislation for consideration. Um, and that that's the, I guess that's the, my indicator that this has become partisan that their um the failure to actually govern is probably being motivated not by a legislature's um you know this, I don't think our legislators are waking up in the morning and saying oh let me go to the office so I cannot do my job I really don't think they're doing that but in the end what's happening when the caucus has so much power when the donors have so much power um when the party itself is kind of 
coming forward with a platform that says we're going to do this, this, and this, and not this, this, and that, um, then, you know, you're not getting governing. You're getting kind of a prescription that somebody else wrote years and maybe even decades ago. We'll be keeping a close eye on this lawsuit. And thank you so much for all of your thoughts. Well, thank you. Awesome, Kate. Thanks for bringing us that interview. If our listeners want to read more about the redistricting case or any election news, they can head over to our website at wispolitics.com. We also have our Battleground Wisconsin page up that's dedicated to elections. But for now, I'm Adam Kelnhofer. I'm Kate Morton. Thanks for tuning in to Wispolitics Capital Chats, brought to you by Spectrum. Spectrum.